Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, everyone, back to another exciting episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. So, for those of you who have not been paying attention, we have gotten some uh, awesome, awesome listener feedback recently. And I tell horrible-ass jokes, and we talk about booze way too freaking much. So, on that note, Mike, do we talk about booze way too much? I don't think we do. I think we're just, uh, you know, uh, trying to lighten the mood. I think you're an alcoholic, I'm a drunk, and we like to drink our beers. And if you don't like it, you can turn off the pot, it's fine. Or you can just skip the part where we talk about what beer we're drinking, because specifically we usually just drink beer. So if you're not a beer person, that's fine, just skip ahead. So, anyways, I am Matt, I am your host without anything. Uh, I'm exhausted, I had a long, long Sunday for the uh, Rattlers home opener. They freaking destroyed the other team it wasn't even much of a competition the final score was what 81 to 27 or something it was insane 81 that is ridiculous lots and lots and lots of touchdowns even for indoor football aka arena football that is a lot of touchdowns yeah wow okay it must have been kind of boring you know everything was just too easy no, it was not. It opening day is brutal, dude. It's it's long and it's just there's a lot to do. The game is like important, but it's not as important as all the other stuff I got to do cuz of it being opening day. So, anywho, well not opening day, home opener. Opening day is technically a baseball term and I'm not a sports person, but I want to make sure and differentiate. Home opener. The Rattlers home opener. So anyways, we're 2 and 0. We're kicking some ass taking some names and mike speaking of taking names what are you drinking today <sighs> oh man dude that was a good segue i am drinking uh it's called uh extra dry brute india pale ale or ipa from anderson valley wow what a surprise mike is drinking another ipa Yes, shocking, shocking. Shocking. M- M- Matt, what are you, M- what are you drinking over there? Dude, I I'm drinking. I have it, you know, a handful of them still left in the fridge. I've already named this beer on here before. Mike, it was Echo in America. And that is El Sully by 21st Amendment Brewery out of, uh, I think, San Francisco Bay Area, somewhere up there in Northern California. And it is a delightful Mexican-style beer. I I enjoy it very much. Awesome. Awesome, man. Um, So with that, do we want to start into the review of the movie that you're super excited to talk about? For the second time. For the second time, yeah. I love it. I love this movie so much. I now want to talk about it for the second time because Mike, Mr. Computer over there, has the world's worst computer ever. Why? I don't know. I would think it would be integral, but I can't survive without my computers. Yeah, so uh, Mike Talent was uh, slacking on his talent. and Well, uh, I don't know if that was so much talent. Uh, you know, it's more you're slacking on 
buying things? Is it because you're spending way too much on IPAs that you can't go out and get a $60 hard drive? Yes, uh, it is because I spend I, I spend about $12 per IPA. So really? it's really just like five of them, right? Are you serious? You spend $12 for an IPA? No, dude, I'm not, I'm, I'm I'm kidding. Okay, I was gonna say I that's that's brutal, man. <laughs> no, what do you think this is? California? <laughs> oh, there you go. That's for all of our California listeners. We actually the second most listened to state in the fifty uh, is California behind Arizona. Arizona is leading the way. California is a close, close second. Nice. And we have been downloaded at least once in almost every single 50 state except for four. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I don't remember the other ones, but um, it's... I can name a handful of them. Nevada, Wyoming, and Mississippi. And I'm not sure the fourth one. I think it's like Delaware, maybe? Matt, have you been driving around the country and downloading the uh, the uh, podcast? Hell yeah, dude. I've been hitting up those uh, uh, Starbucks and McDonald's hotspots. Nice. Nice. But no, uh, um, that's it. Alaska hasn't gotten us. That's the other one. Man. All right. Well, I guess we're going to have to start advertising in Alaska. Well, dude, we don't advertise now. So what help will that do? Oh, yeah. All right, so Mike, <clears throat> I, Hal Jordan, do solemnly swear to pledge allegiance to a lantern that I got from a dying purple alien in a swamp. So, uh, if a- anybody doesn't recognize that, it's for good reason. No one should know that. Uh, this is from uh, the movie Green Lantern. And uh, this movie. This I'm is glad the- I'm not the only one with really bad jokes, Mike. <laughs> bring it on brother bring it on we're gonna go down in flames together yeah all right so this is directed by uh martin campbell and its writers are greg uh berlanti michael green mark uh guggenheim and michael goldberg goldenberg uh this is starring uh ryan reynolds blake lively peter skarsgård mark strong tim robbins uh, Ty, Ty, God, man! I, I always... got you. I got you. I know you. You're still stumbling. You just got to stop thinking about what the sounds are of the letters. It's a uh, Taika Waititi. Okay, Taika Waititi. There you go. Why? It's the first name. I can do the Waititi. That seems okay. But man, anyway. Ah, sorry guys. Uh, all right. So this movie is about a reckless test pilot. Hal Jordan is granted an alien ring that bestows him with otherworldly powers that inducts him into an intergalactic police force, the Green Lantern Corps. All right then. So this movie was shit. You shouldn't go watch it. Um, into the podcast. Have everyone have a good night. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 could, we could do that. Um, you know, we we could uh, we could skip just to the ratings. Uh, we'll maybe throw in a little MCU tie-in real quick, and bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> what are we? Uh, you one of the good fellas now, Mike? Uh yeah, yep. 
All right, so honest opinion, Mike, I know you like this movie better than you thought you were going to like it on its second viewing, because that's what you said when we recorded this the first time on Saturday. Yes, I actually did like this uh, a little bit better. Um, it's it's bad. It's definitely bad. There's lots of things that aren't great about it, but it wasn't as bad as some of the other movies I've seen, if that makes sense. All right. Well, I'm trying to remember what I said and brought up about it. Um, I, I'm not a fan of this movie whatsoever. Um, it's not very good. The story of Green Lantern is good. One of the biggest issues that I have, and I do remember talking about this a little bit, is if you have to sit down and do a voiceover for the first five or ten minutes of the movie, it's not going to be a good movie. It just isn't. If you have to explain that much to get your viewers up to speed, you might as well just not make it. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Um, You know, one of the other things that kind of made me sad about this movie a little bit was... Um, Michael Clark Duncan, uh, voiced one of the, uh, characters, uh, was it, uh, one of, one of the Green Lanterns and, uh, it was just, it was good to hear his voice, but it was also sad because I think he passed away about a year after this movie was released. Now, don't get me wrong. The story of Green Lantern, I think is good. I just think that the people that wrote the script just dropped the ball. I mean, there's lots of really good stories out there of Green Lantern and all the different Lantern Corps because green is the most well-known color of the Lantern Corps world, but there's a lot more to it. And they actually alluded to a sequel, which never happened at the end of this movie with um, Sinestro finding, well, not finding, but finally putting on the uh, yellow ring, which he forms the yellow uh, core, yellow lantern core, which is actually like um, the evil lanterns. I, I don't know a whole lot about the DC world. After doing some research for this review, um, I'm definitely a heck of a lot more interested in learning more about the lanterns because some of the different lanterns are just insane. Like, they have, like, these black lanterns, which they basically raise the dead. I'm like, huh. that's insane. That would be well, that, so that, cool. That sounds pretty cool. So there's there's yellow, there's green, there's black. Uh, do you know any of the other colors? <sighs> I'm going to try to... I'm probably going to screw it up, but I'm going to do them all anyways that I can remember. Okay, so we got the green, we got yellow, we got black, we have white. White is, um, so every single color basically has the exact opposite. So the black, the opposite of the black is the white, and the white is like super ultra good. Like the green lanterns are, you know, good to a level, but like the white is like the crazy, super pure, good lanterns. And then, okay, so like the angels of the kind of lantern cores. Yeah, kind of. I don't know if there's so much angels, but they're, you know, the opposite. They're, like the complete they're nothing but good like they're not like there's no gray in them whatsoever kind of thing um then there's like uh there's a purple and i think there's a red there's an orange and the orange is literally like one person and it's a dude that doesn't want to share the power and he has some crazy ass slogans they all have their own oaths and everything which is really kind of neat and cool but researching this and watching a few videos and reading some stuff on it really i really kind of want to dive more into the uh lantern world just because uh you know i know how integral it is i mean 
you know, when you think DC, at least I do, being a Marvel guy, when I think DC, Superman's at the tippy top. Batman is number two. Wonder Woman is number three. And Hal Jordan's Green Lanterns is number four. That's how important the Green Lanterns are in my world, that, that you know, they're up there towards the tippy top of the DC Universe characters. So oh, wow. I'd like to see them remake Green Lantern, bring it into the current DCEU world, get someone that's not trying to be Deadpool before Deadpool existed as Hal Jordan. So, and I think it'd be a lot better. I, I, I would go and watch that movie if they followed the vein of Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Um, that sounds good. I know you liked both those movies. I did. I really liked uh, Aquaman quite a bit. Uh, it was it was surprising how much I liked Aquaman. Uh, I, I was not sure what they were going to do or anything, but I liked everything. I pretty much liked the movie from start to end. So that's a really good job. And it's a long movie. And it's just it was just a lot of fun. Um, Wonder Woman was really good. Well done as well. And, uh, yeah, I think they're finally getting their, their feet underneath them and they're, they're trying to, they're, they're kind of figuring out what they're going to show for the DC universe. And, and, and Matt, like you were saying, it, they, they've got to stop trying to be Marvel and be DC. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying in the, uh, in our first recording. Yeah. They, when they decided to stop being Marvel and just go off on their own, I feel that started with Wonder Woman and is continuing with Aquaman. They put out Justice League because they wanted to try and compete with Avengers. They failed miserably. They tried to do Batman versus Superman, and it failed. I mean, it was, in my opinion, it's the worst. It's the worst out of all of them. Like, I can't stand Batman versus Superman. It was just so bad. They tried to do way too much in it. There's shit that just doesn't make sense. They mashed, like, three or four really big storylines into one movie. It was just uh, blah. I'd like like to then, like, DC to say, okay, we're starting over. Wonder Woman is the start. Aquaman is the second one. Let's redo maybe not so much Superman and Batman. I mean, maybe just because they need to reintroduce it, but get it going and then redo Justice League properly. Have a really good Justice League film with a villain that people care about. I would be all in for that. Even though I'm not much of a DC guy, I still am a comic book guy. Always have been, always will be. I would would love to go see some of those movies. Yeah, man. No, that, that... I, I think I think they're finally I think they're finally getting it together. So it's good to see that. And Matt, uh, what did you think of Suicide Squad? That's that's DC, right? Yeah, Suicide Squad is tough. Um, there was redeeming moments in Suicide Squad, but they are making a sequel. James Gunn is doing it. Um, it wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. It's not my favorite, but it's not my least favorite either. Um, Margot Robbie, I think, just did an amazing, amazing job as a Harley Quinn. Uh, Will Smith was okay, but he wasn't really Will Smith. I mean, he wasn't really... Um, sorry, scratch that backwards. He wasn't really Deadshot. <laughs> yeah. He was Will Smith playing Deadshot. It wasn't Deadshot. Um, it, it had potential. Um, the one character that did surprise me a lot, and I might get slammed for it, but who cares... Uh, go ahead, send us your hate. We can take it. 
Um, I really liked Diablo. I, Diablo was a really cool character in that movie. I really liked him, and how he was played was excellent. Nice, man. No, no, that's cool. I, I think that was a pretty cool character. Um, I know everybody was all over Harley Quinn stuff, but, uh, you know, that when you got Margot Robbie, like, strutting around, you know. Dude, but it's not just her looks or anything. I mean, she nailed nailed the crazy of Harley Quinn. She nailed it. Nice. So, the biggest letdown, though, of that whole freaking movie was that Joker. And I'm not going to put it on Jared Leto. Jared Leto is a very good actor. It's what they made that Joker to be. And Joker is not a gangster. Joker is a sociopath. He is a nut job. He is 100% crazy. He is what Heath Ledger did. He is just crazy for being crazy. He's one of those people that wants to see the world burn. He doesn't have a motive. And that is not what they wrote in Suicide Squad whatsoever. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that kind of is his motive. He just wants to see the world burn. Yeah, but he's not, you know, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, yeah, no, he doesn't... Yeah, he's not gonna, he's, like... Yeah. He doesn't want money. He doesn't want to kill the most people he can kill. He's just all about chaos. And um, the one motive he does have is Batman. But other than that, he really doesn't have much. He's just pure chaos. He's, you know, the embodiment of anarchy, almost. So, yeah. anyways... Um, you know, I would like to see them redo this. I, I'm not going to say this movie is great or even mediocre. It was rough. There's parts that I liked. There's not many of them. Ryan Reynolds being too jokey didn't work with Hal Jordan. I touched on that a little bit earlier. Um, but you definitely can see the makings of Deadpool coming out of Ryan Reynolds in this role. That's for sure. Yeah, there was a lot of conflict uh, with the director and Ryan Reynolds uh, on this movie. Uh, was it Mark? Um, Martin shoot, Campbell. Uh, yeah, yeah, Martin Campbell and Ryan Reynolds. Because originally, Martin Campbell wanted to uh, cast uh, Bradley Cooper and thought he was getting Bradley Cooper, but the studio decided to change it to Ryan Reynolds, and that really just didn't work well. So Martin Campbell and Ryan Reynolds were at odds really from the get go, and it kind of it kind of comes across in the screen that you know he's just there. He didn't seem like I don't know. It just doesn't seem like things are gelling very well. He's just collecting a paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's collecting a paycheck. Um, he did meet his future wife. I'm not sure if they're still married, but uh, Blake Lively, uh, Ryan Reynolds. What you so. don't read Us Weekly, Mike? No, no, no. I don't think anybody does. Well, I don't read it. Even in the grocery store, I'd rather you know drool over the candy bars than read the tabloids. But that's you know, I'm a fat kid. Yeah. What can I say? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's. Uh, I don't know this this movie the CGI like there are aspects of the movie that were pretty cool uh, like you were alluding to a little bit earlier and I really liked the um, origin story and kind of the training of of uh, you know uh, Hal Jordan when he first gets the ring but then it kind of goes off the rails with the mad scientist stuff and all this other stuff so well they just stop like they he's doing like a little bit of training and then Sinestro steps in. And then it just like stops. They don't go back to it. It's just 
they should have had more of that. They should have had more of him learning how to use his powers and learning how to build the constructs and things like that. That would have been a lot better, but whatever. Yeah. So, uh, Matt, before we get into too many more spoilers, do you want to... uh... Well, I was going to ask you, but you go ahead. You can ask yourself. No, 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 no! Go, go, go for it! Don't, don't, don't screw up the formula. I, I, I did, but you don't. Oh damn it! We have a formula now. Are you writing this down? No, no, I don't write down write down things. What are you talking about? Okay, well, speaking of formulas, um, Mike, how does the incredible 2011 film Green Lantern relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, thanks for asking, Matt. <laughs> um, it's a uh, Taika uh, Watiti's um, character in this movie is uh, Tom Kalmakol, and uh, he is he's also the director of Thor Ragnarok and the voice of Korg. And so this one was pretty easy to relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And Matt, you were saying on the <laughs> The last time we did this podcast, uh, that he uh, learned a lot from Green Lantern and made sure that when he made uh, Thor or any movies after that, he was it wasn't going to be like this. Yeah, he uh, was quoted during the filming of Thor Ragnarok when people were talking about it. He said, Green Lantern, uh, this is paraphrasing, I don't know off the top of my head, FYI. I learned a lot from Green Lantern, especially what not to do in a superhero movie is basically what he said. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, I really like Thor Ragnarok, and I also like this movie that he made. It's called um, What We Do in the Shadows, and it's kind of like a mockumentary about vampires, and it's hilarious. I highly recommend anybody watch that. Um and I believe it is on Amazon Prime right now for free. So, what's the uh, um, there's one that he's doing that I really want to see that's ex- probably going to be extremely controversial just based on the uh, title of the film. Oh, I don't remember. Isn't it something to do with Hitler? Oh, stand by, stand by. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit. It's in post production right now. It's uh, jo- he, Jojo Rabbit, huh? Yeah, and he plays the part of Hitler. He's the director, and he plays the part of Hitler. He also did the screenplay. And a young boy in Hitler's army finds out his mother is hiding a Jewish boy in their home. Wow. So I'm interested to see it. Uh, here's more of the storyline for those of you who are interested and haven't turned off our podcast yet. <clears throat> A World War II satire about a 10-year-old boy who, ridiculed by his peers and misunderstood by his mother, can't quite figure out how to fit in. As the naive young German struggles to understand his place in in an increasingly fascist regime, he resorts to an imaginary friend, to be played by Taika, who can offer advice and help him cope. Interesting. Interesting. You know, Scarlett Johansson's in this. Yeah. 
So we'll see. Uh, that's one that uh, I don't know if it'll get a big release, but it uh, also has uh, Sam Rockwell and Rebel Wilson. Wow. Yeah, that's a big cast. Steven Merchant. It's uh, some big names there. So anyways, we'll see that one down the road. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention this on uh, um, our actual first recording of Green Lantern. This is now Green Lantern version two. Um, a movie that was shot, filmed, based in Prescott, um, got a release date. I don't remember the release date. It's, uh, I believe, June, maybe June 7th. Um, it's called Wishman. It is based on the life and finding of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, my buddy uh, Frank Schenkowitz. And it was all filmed here. It's based on his novel that he wrote of him you know, creating the Make-A-Wish Foundation in, I think it was the late 70s, early 80s. Oh, Make-A-Wish is uh, originated in Prescott, Arizona? I think technically Cottonwood. Frank uh, worked in the Verde Valley, but he lived over here in Prescott. But um, just not to go off too long. I mean, he's told me the story before, just real quick. But basically, there was a young kid dying of, uh, I'm not sure if it was terminal cancer or something. And Frank was a highway patrolman, a DPS officer, as they're known in Arizona now. And the kid, his dream was to be a police officer, specifically a motorcycle cop. And so Frank gets the kid and he lets him be a police officer for the day. They got him a little toy motorcycle. They took him around in the cars. They did just, you name it. That's what they did. And that was the start of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh, man, that's pretty cool. Yep. So that, uh, I don't know if they're going to have a special screening here in Prescott, but I do believe it is going to be hopefully a nationwide release. I'm not sure if it's an independent or not, but I know it is slated to be released. It has not some big stars, but it does have names you, most Hollywood people or people that go to the movies would pay attention to. But, uh, you know, I was congratulating Frank the other day on our Facebook page because uh, they officially have a release date and it's in June. I think it's June, either June or July. So, oh, yeah, man. Well, you're going to have to review that if it's not a wide release. Yeah, because you will get that there, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. We will have it here for sure. Um, it might have to become a solo cast. What might be really fun is if I could get Frank on here, but I don't know. Frank has been super, 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 super busy going around the country. He's super busy as it is without doing the movie stuff. Um, he's been going around the country, you know, he speaks at a lot of engagements and a lot of things like that. Um, that, you know, making a wish is international. Um, he goes places to help out other make a wish foundations and things. Um, it's actually headquartered in Phoenix. He has a division here in Prescott, but his headquarters and stuff are in Phoenix, but he lives here locally. Oh, okay. So hopefully it'll be national and you and I can talk about it. But uh, uh, that would be really kind of neat if I could get Frank on here. But I don't know. I'm not sure if he would do it or not. I mean. Yeah. No, no. That, oh, he's, I mean, you can you can try. Um, he's actually but, a very uh, humble humble guy. He really is. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's a really cool story. I didn't know about that. So, all right, Mike. Well, we are now to the spoiler section. I don't know how much we really need to talk about spoilers. We've spoiled enough. Basically, neither of us think you should watch this movie. It's not great. I mean, it's okay. If you want to see how far we've come, it's a good thing to watch. 
Um, one of my biggest, biggest problems with this movie is the um, scene with the helicopter, man. God. Yeah, yeah, you really hated that scene. I mean, it's not, yeah, it's not good. No, it's awful. Not good is being nice, Mike. I mean, all right. Instead I'm, of I'm too nice to it. You are instead of instead of you know using something smart like a parachute or using like a construct to make this crashing helicopter land or you know a parachute or a glider or something to get it away from the people. He makes a Hot Wheels track that carries the stupid freaking helicopter around on a Hot Wheels track over the crowd. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, man. I don't know, man. You're 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 right. That's just uh, that's really really weird. That's really really weird. And it was like, it was like, hey, special effects guys, what do you got um, that you've already made that you were playing with? They're like, uh, I got this this Hot Wheels track, and they're like, yes, that. Thank you. Maybe it's leftover CGI from the Hot Wheels movie that never happened. Yeah, it could be. And they're just like, well, could be. They're just like, we'll throw this in. This will look good. I mean, seriously, think about it. Hal Jordan has a ring on his finger that literally lets him construct anything he can imagine. And he creates a Hot Wheel track for a helicopter. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I mean, even in the training session, there's this part where he he constructs uh, a brick wall. I'm like, really? A brick wall? Yeah, I mean, and that's one I don't get too. Like, he could sit there and concentrate and create anything from any universe that's out there. Star Wars, anything. Granted, you're not going to see stuff from Star Wars, but let's say a lightsaber or a, a a laser gun or something. No, he sits down and he creates like regular guns and cars and just, it's like, Man, dude, you have zero imagination, or the CGI budget was just shit on this. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It it, it was just the story, like we've said too many times. It was just this story's not not that great. And... Well, that's always the start, man. For me, like it, you know, the production can be shitty. I, I've said it over and over. Same thing, but. You know, the production can be shitty, the acting can be questionable, but if the story isn't there, man, I'm going to give it a bad score. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, me too, but uh, you really uh, don't like this movie, Matt, no. so... Well, and well, the villains, man, the, it's one of the worst villains I've ever seen, like, ever seen. Yeah, no, the villain's really dumb, he's really dumb, uh, and it just keeps getting worse and worse, and I'm... When I was watching it, I was like, oh, come on, man. Just go get him. Or like, oh, this is so dumb. Oh, and then another one that really bothers the shit of me is how freaking Ryan Reynolds' eyeballs turn white. It's like, maybe that's a Green Lantern thing. I don't know, but it's freaky as hell. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It is. It's just wasted CGI, too. Yep. So, I don't know, man. You know, and then they instead of making like an actual physical suit, they did a CGI suit too. That was ridiculous. It, yeah, that was dumb. That was really, really dumb. Especially they could have made a suit, and I feel like it would have looked better than the CGI suit. 
Well, not to, you know, go with our bread and butter, but look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe, man. 90% of those suits are, you know, realistic. They have tweaks in them through the CGI world, but they're real suits. You know, the suit that Tom Holland wears in Spider-Man, that's, he's wearing that shit. They might be augmenting him to make him look more muscular and things like that, but he's wearing a leotard, you know? Yeah, yeah. Ugh, I had to finish my beer. Sorry. No. <laughs> you know, night that that's ba- that's what's known as bad pod, Mike. That's bad pod. It's dead air. You don't want that. You gotta start talking here, buddy. You know, I know all you're right, falling right, asleep. Right. I know you're falling asleep. Right. You need another, you know, IPA, but we can get through this. All right, all right. So let's let's uh let's uh ramp it up then, Matt. Uh what would rate uh uh Green Lantern? Wrap it up. Is that what she said? <laughs> uh maybe <laughs> all right mike so you really want me to go first even though you know my rating already yeah well and you I, know my rating too i know your rating i have it written down anyway yeah, i want you to go first all right fine this movie was crap i give it one real not reels real singular nice Nice. No, it's not nice. I'm mean. And I like Ryan Reynolds. He's a decent actor. He's a funny dude. He is the embodiment of Deadpool, but this movie is garbage. Yeah. No, this movie is bad. This movie's bad. So, unlike uh, my co host there, Matt, I give it two reels out of five. Uh, You know, it's. It's garbage, but it's to me it's it's mildly entertaining and I don't know, maybe I've just seen way too many bad movies in my life to make this one not seem as bad. I don't know, dude. I would rather go and watch the horrible representation of Deadpool and X-Men Origins Wolverine than this movie. Ooh, man, that's bad. How how about um uh Fantastic 4? How do you rate that? Which one? The first one. Like, well, the both of them are terrible, but the first one, the the first one, first one with the dude from the shield. Yeah, the one with the dude from the shield. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I should rate it because and, someday and, we might have to rate Captain it. America. Yeah, he was in that. Yeah, but I don't know if I should rate it because we might review it one day. But uh, oh, I would right. say that's better than Green Lantern. Wow. Okay. They butchered right. the hell out of. Uh, the uh, Fantastic Four, which is another one I'd like to see come into the Marvel Cinematic Universe now that Fox is owned by Disney. Yeah, it's not quite. Um, they got held up in the deal uh, in uh, Brazil. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it's projected to happen by uh, mid mid uh, 2019. Well, I think that's probably one of the very first things they're going to do is they're going to definitely start introducing the X-Men and they're definitely going to introduce the Fantastic Four because the Fantastic Four is such a major, major part of the Marvel Universe, let alone Cinematic Universe. So they got to make the two align. Yeah, and I guess Phoenix comes out, right? Dark Phoenix or whatever comes out soon? Or is it just called Phoenix? Uh, The the new X-Men movie? Yeah, I think it's X-Men Dark Phoenix, which why are they telling the Dark Phoenix saga again? I don't know. And they're probably going to screw it up and it's going to be really bad, but hopefully not. I don't know. The trailers look okay. They're not incredible. They're not amazing, but they look okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, it looks okay. But the original Dark Phoenix saga has a lot going on in the cosmic world. So, and there's not a whole lot of cosmic world in the uh, movie. So, I'm not sure. They're probably going to do like the um, Dark Phoenix that they did in the original X Men movies, the X Men 3. That was basically kind of the their take on the Dark Phoenix saga. They're probably going to do that, which will piss a lot of hardcore fans off. So, yeah, yeah, it'll be great. So, all right, Mike. Well, what uh, movie did you pick for us to talk about on Thursday that we have not reviewed yet? So that will hopefully be version one of the recording. Uh, yeah, I, I picked the Lost City of Z, uh, starring uh, Charlie Hunan. And, uh, yeah, uh, it was an interesting movie and, uh, we will talk more about it on the next pod and on Thursday. Sweet. Well, and then, um, next week, uh, I don't know how I'm going to do it when I had to figure it out or is it this week? It's this week. It's this week. It's not Saturday. It's this week. Captain Marvel comes out this week. Woo! Yeah, dude. You need to watch it on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, I, I want to try to go Thursday. I want to go opening night, but I think I'm going to go to the latest show I can find. Yeah. So, so in Prescott, what's that? Like nine, nine thirty? No, they'll usually do a 10. Ah, dude, are you sure? So I'll try and hit a 10. Okay. You know, you really want to go there, Mike. I, I will, I will sacrifice our perfect audio and type in my local movie theater. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, don't do it. All right, no, all right. no, no, no. All right, all right, all right. Well, on that note, Mike, uh, I don't have anything else other than, uh, you know, Lost City of Z, Captain Marvel. I'm stoked. I don't know if it's my most anticipated MC movie, MCU movie of this year, but uh, it's up there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, I'm, I, I want to see it. I want to see the flashback to the 90s. Uh, it'll give me a lot of little well, nostalgia. I mean, her crashing into Blockbuster was just perfect. Well, it's not a flashback to the 90s, Mike. The m- I know. The movie takes 100% place in the 90s. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm excited about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm excited about that part. Now, I know you like Brie Larson, but I personally am not a huge fan of her as an actress. So I'm not too excited about that. But if she does a good job as Captain Marvel, you know, she'll move up in my book. But I wasn't a real big fan of her in um, Kong uh, Skull Island. Oh, okay. Yeah. I liked the movie, but I didn't like her in it. It kind of annoyed me. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, Mike. Well, we keep rambling. So go ahead. Get us out of here. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, catch our next pod. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.